thrusters won't stop firing. I think I'm being followed. My dad is turning green, like literally green. My last nav check put me on the range point four. This is control. Be reasonable. Keep calm and remain on the guard frequency. Welcome, pilots. You've tuned to the guard frequency because, as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 205 of the Best Damn Space Sim podcast ever, recorded on Friday, March 16th, and made available for download on Tuesday, March 20th, 2018, over at guardfrequency.com. I'm Jeff. I'm Tony. And I'm Henry. And Henry's in the audio booth doing double duty again because Kin Shadow is as unavailable as green beer after March. Remember, folks, Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at GuardFrequency.com and Discord.GuardFrequency.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at GuardFreak or Facebook.com forward slash GuardFreak. Your feedback is an important part of what we do, so to hit us up and tell us what's on your mind. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at feeds.guardfrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything Friday nights, you should come join us at 10 p.m. Central or so as we record Guard Frequency live over on twitch.tv forward slash guardfreak. Do you like what we do? Want to help us make the best damn space sim podcast ever? Please consider supporting the show by visiting our website, clicking on the Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. We want to thank all of our patrons who support us week on week. We hope you'll consider joining us because the more support we get, the better show we can make. Just head over to our website and click on the big Patreon logo to help out. And don't forget about our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise. Priority One covers all things Star Trek, from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure to check them out at PriorityOnePodcast.com. Our latest endeavor, Heroes Rise, brings you up to date in the world of Dungeons & Dragons. Learn all about the latest publication, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a wyvern. Head over to HeroesRisePodcast.com to discover their secrets. And the housekeeping's done, so let's get to the show. What have we got in store this week, Henry? In this week's Flight Deck, we bring you all the headlines from Simulated Space, including the latest news from Descent Underground, Elite Dangerous, and Star Citizen. Next, we'll get to the news in the deep black with Spencer McDunn on Galactic Public Radio. Then we continue our audio adventure, Guard Frequency Origins, as our pilots depart the Aurora with half of a furry companion and a bucket of broken parts. Finally, we open up the feedback loop and let you join in on the fun. Lace up your booties, campers. It's time to head out to the flight deck. 3175 Port Bay, hands on approach, trigger screen, call the ball. Don't get technical with me. Here are the top news bits from the world of space sims. Descent Underground has updated their Kickstarter with a tech tree of ships. From noob to elite in four generations. Elite Dangerous will release a 3.0.3 update which should include, among other things, tweaks to the bounty scanning shooting problem. And Star Citizen will hold a screenshot contest in honor of Jeff's favorite holiday, St. Patty's Day. The winner gets a green emerald phoenix, Faith and Bigora. That's my least favorite holiday. But they give it, they're giving away a phoenix. Doesn't that turn it into your best favorite holiday? No, because I won't oh. win. Oh, okay. You're not going to take any awesome screenshots? Well, well, okay. Maybe, maybe someone will donate their emerald green Irish uh, phoenix to you, which is your favorite thing. Speaking of Irish, I don't know if anybody's familiar with the uh, the famous Irish band The Chieftains, 
But I just want to just a little uh, trivia thing that uh, uh, Frontier released last week is that 32,000 chieftains were purchased in in the game over the course of the of since the 3.0 Beyond release happened. Really, they're that so, popular. They are very popular. Um, people do love them quite a bit. Uh, people who get into them, they're cheaper than a clipper, and you don't have to. You're not uh, rank gated. Uh, to buy them because it's just it's an alliance ship so you don't have to rank up in the elite or the federation to get them and they maneuver very very well and they're well armored uh, and decently shielded not great but okay shielded and they've got lots of good hard points oh I'll uh, have to look and check it out yeah yeah so and you can and you can a rate one for for I'd say less than 250 million for less than 250 million you can a rate a chieftain if and I that's, had 250 a, million, I would consider that. <laughs> well, the, you got to get in there because they've uh, one of the things that they're doing uh, is, is well, we'll get to that in GPR. But um, there's apparently a new high-paying mission out there, but you have to work your butt off to get it. Uh, but we'll, we'll we'll probably cover that more officially next week because I haven't had a chance to actually play it yet. But there is a 3.03 update coming, which is going to fix or at least address one of our hugest complaints over the last few weeks with the with the new update. The warrant scanning and the shooting and getting the bounties for not scanning. Yeah, so, it's great. Henry, yeah, Henry, did you did you, uh, we talked about this a little bit during this week? Do you want to fill in the listeners? Yeah, I like the in-game uh, explanation for it too. What they did is they're making it so shooting someone who is wanted, even if you haven't scanned them, is not a crime. Uh, basically, because they're saying their computer is logged in anonymously to the system service anyway, so they're not reporting crimes against them. So you can tag them and not going to have a problem. Right. So once a ship is wanted, the computer then assumes that you no longer want to report crimes against you because that would sort of give away your position. I mean, it's like it's like uh, for a current day analogy, it's like calling 911 to say someone stole your marijuana. Uh, well, depending on what state you're in. Yeah. But yeah stole stole right. your meth. Yeah. Stole your meth. How about, how about meth? Meth's still illegal everywhere. Yeah, right? there's not a lot any... of legal meth states. Okay. <laughs> good, good. Just wanted Maybe to make sure Kansas, I had missed I don't know. Well, uh, no. I was just making sure I had missed any headlines from anywhere. No. Uh, it's been a busy week for me, but uh, just making sure. All right. Meth is still legal anywhere. So it's like calling the cops to say someone stole your meth. So Frontier's basically gone in and said, hmm, that's not terribly realistic. So we'll go ahead and turn off the report crimes against me automatically as soon as the ship is wanted. So as long as the ship that you're attacking hasn't just begun its life of crime and is attacking a ship for the first time, uh, you can shoot a ship that the cops are whaling on and you won't get tagged with a uh, with a bounty even if you haven't scanned it yet. So that's 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 much better news. I think that's that's probably going to fix 95 percent of the problems um we'll get to feedback in a little bit where some folks have still identified maybe some edge cases but um i think 95 percent of the problems are gonna go away from accidentally tagging somebody um before you get a scan completed uh by doing that still won't fix the cops flying into your targeting solution but you know we'll leave that one for we'll leave that one for another day they made that better i mean it's not they don't get so mad so fast so it gives you a little time it's hard with turrets but it's it's yeah, working better turrets, with them. Yeah, turrets is really bad, but them coming through your line of sight, it's it's. I haven't had them get really angry with me since that uh, that incident I reported on here, and that's been before the fix. So, all right, well that's good. So so good good on them for uh, for addressing that. Hopefully that makes it into the patch, um, which should should be any time now. I, I I checked before we went live, and I don't I didn't see any patch notes up. So it looks like it hasn't gone out 
yet, but it should be soon TM, I think is what uh, is what we're going to be looking for here. So they have they did get a 3.02 patch out last week when we uh, didn't have a regular show, but that was mostly uh, back-end fixes and a couple of quality-of-life things. Um, but 3.03 looks pretty substantial if they get everything in there. There are three things that are out as of 3.02. Engineering Guardian modules, they were supposed to be non-engineerable. Engineeringable? Whatever. And they were for a while, so that got, quote, fixed by the engineering being taken off and, and people getting materials and compensation. That's gone. Skimmer missions were out for a while because the rewards were totally out of whack. And mining missions were out for a while because they would reward you items that were required for the next mining mission, which you could then take and automatically complete and then get more mining rewards that you needed for the next mining mission, rinse, repeat, get rich without actually mining. Those came out, and hopefully some fixes of them uh, came in. Now, Henry, you were looking at one fix in particular, right? Yeah, with the uh, skimmers. Uh, they were talking about adding air support or something to make it so that it would be harder to exploit the skimmers. I don't think air support's going to do it. And isn't that going to make it difficult to approach in an SRV? Because air support, when you're in an SRV, is going to be difficult to, to fight off. Well, I, I would imagine some logic would probably help with that, because my, my, my son was one of those people that loved stacking the skimmer missions, and he made a boatload of money before they fixed uh, before they fixed this dad you got to try it and i did one i'm like that's boring i don't like doing that anyway but, it's an um, obvious exploit back in yeah, and out I, like that that's an obvious exploit yeah well and yeah, it's 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 working within the programming of the game but the programming was faulty i they think didn't, it's they obvious didn't put the right. because the skimmers always pop back it's obviously respawning so for our listening audience that doesn't actually play elite explain what a skimmer mission is <laughs> okay all right so uh so this is how it would typically go this is how my son would do it and he didn't do it that way henry he did it i'm going to call it the good old-fashioned way he did it the the less exploity type way so you take a bunch of skimmer missions and they stack so unlike a lot of other ones if you take them from different factions you can uh get rewards for killing the same skimmers all this all simultaneously so you get a cheap ship like a Sidewinder or an Eagle, and you load it up with uh, munitions that do splash damage like missiles. You fly in. You don't land. You just trespass, and the skimmers pop up, and you blow them up with a splash damage weapon like the missiles. And then what my son would do, you get the mission completes from five or six missions or however many you could stack. Then you crash land into the planet. You just blow yourself up. So you don't even waste the whole pesky flying back to the dock time. You just blow yourself up and, head, and respawn back to the dock. Your missions are all complete. You don't lose them like you do bounties. So you just turn in all the missions and, hey, payday. Buy yourself another eagle, load it up with the cheap missiles, rinse and repeat. So that was, and that, quote, works because the skimmer missions were paying out more than Frontier intended. It's It, it was it, it made sense to buy a cheap eagle and blow yourself up because the, the payoff for blowing up these fragile little skimmers was so out of whack with the effort it took. Um, so that that's the that's the theory behind it. And again, we're not making a habit of disclosing what, what obvious exploits in the game. This is a sort of working as intended. It's within the programming. It's not and they removed and it. it's being fixed and, they, and it's being fixed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's getting fixed. So it was one of those sort of typical frontier working as intended. Oops, not really as intended. Someone put a decimal point in the wrong place, kind of a thing. Uh, or we put a decimal point right where we thought, but it had an outsized effect. And I think that's probably another one of these. That's this story, too. But air support, this is what I wanted to come back to that. That's what you are mentioning earlier, Henry. Air support, 
my son would notice that there would be parked ships, parked system response ships, like a Viper or a Cobra, just sitting there. Yeah. And he'd fly his eagle in. He was super like, oh, crap, here, here, I'm dead now, because he he had nothing on this cheap little eagle besides the missiles, the dumb fire missiles. And he's like, I'm here's getting my butt handed to me now. Nope. Ships just sat there. So it, it kind of seems to me like that's another one of those sort of things that they've always intended for it to happen, but have never actually got working or never got the logic in there or whatever. So hopefully that will, along with the reduced uh, payoffs, get it to be more realistic. And probably the logic would be if you come in in an SRV, they're not going to launch their ship. The ship doesn't take off if you're coming in an SRV because that's a ground problem, right? That's, you know, the skimmers ought to be able to take care of that. But if you come in with a ship and you violate the trespass zones, those parked ships will take off and chase you off. So, and I think that makes a lot of sense. I could even see it being cool having to run away in an SRV getting chased by a ship, but there'd have to be some way to get cover. They'd have to ensure that there were canyons or something that you could avoid them with. Um, And I think that would just be too much for them to put together. So you're right. They'll probably just sit there and uh, and not bother you. I get it. Well, I mean, and just, and and honestly, um, you know, think about it in real life, like in quote real life, you know, I'm a hotshot Viper pilot. Like, oh my God, red alert, base is under attack from a tiny six wheel vehicle with a plasma repeater on top. You're like, snooze. Yeah, but Call me when there's a real emergency. Everybody's dead except the pilots who are snoozing because that SRV, like, rolled through and blew up everything, killed all the skimmers. Took and, out the generator, blew yeah. up all the defense turrets. And the pilots Literally. are like, well, what do you expect hey. me to do, guy? Yeah, hey, again, whenever something doesn't make sense, union rules. That's right. Union does specify that they're not uh, they're not to handle the ground problems yet. That, yeah, the union, union, the skimmer, union rules. The skimmer operators, out of business, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's really that's really too bad. That's that's too bad for them. They need to get a better union. Those skimmer operators. That's it. Yep, yep. That's that's really all there is to it. Uh, so so, but those those should be backed. The notes for three point oh three, the probably going to make it into notes or the target notes say missions will no longer select planetary bases with inefficient defenses, meaning that you can expect a stiffer response from those skimmer missions. So you'll probably see ground to air missiles, ground to air laser guns and other emplacements to dissuade you from attacking um, from the air with little cheap eagles and probably, like I said, system fighters too. So that would make a lot of sense to me. The other thing they're doing, and I thought they did do this, but they're locking off outfitting when you're wanted. I thought they had done that already too. Yeah, because I landed at Fabian with a bounty on me and I wasn't able to to repair anything. And I wasn't able to to outfit either. Yeah, Um, I couldn't buy fuel, nothing. Yeah, yeah. But I guess some people were docking swapping out modules hoping to reduce their bounties or fines or just to swap out modules then clearing the ship and then the module still had bounties on them so you clear your ship off and then uh, you come back to a bunch of hot modules and you have to reload them and get them cleared off too so mm-hmm. again i mean i think that makes it more consistent to uh just lock those things off until you're oh maybe they locked it off at the anarchy places maybe that's what they did because I think you could still, if you landed in an anarchy or a low system security, you could probably atta- you could probably get to outfitting in those systems. Maybe that's what they did. So that they just they just universally locked off outfitting. I mean, it seems like it would make sense to be able to re-outfit in an anarchy system. If I'm wanted, I should be able to take something and strip it down. Right, but I think that they're. I see what you're saying about the modules. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit of hand holding. Um, it probably would prevent a lot of support tickets. By the way, have we ever talked about frontier support? I don't know if we ever have. They are amazing. I mean, uniformly, I've had maybe three, three like tickets, three complaints in the in the time that I've been playing this game, and they've all been handled like 
like superbly and with a with a thank you and a cheerful note written by an actual human. Hmm. Yeah. I know this because I like correspond with them back and forth and they reply with like, you know, appropriate verbiage. When I started here on Guard Frequency, I had him change my commander name because I wanted something that would work on Guard Frequency and go with what I, my persona on Priority One's uh, uh, website where I'm doing artwork and things. So I had him change it to Romulan Ale and they did that which I thought was pretty cool. I sent him a ticket email and said, hey, yeah. can you change my name? And somebody actually had to go in and do that. That was cool. And they did it right, right away. It was like a day. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't think we've ever uh, tipped our hat to the Frontier uh, community uh, response people, the people that handle the support pages. But I'll, I'll t- we'll take this opportunity because these little changes that might not be so immersive or maybe, I don't know, that doesn't make sense, it will definitely reduce the load of tickets that those guys get who do excellent work and and to maintain that high quality, probably something like this to reduce the volume is necessary. So, um, so yeah, I think that's a good decision to make, especially if they want to maintain their high customer service quality, which I, I'm sure they do. Um, so hats off to you guys. You've always done an excellent job. And uh, so thanks and continue to do that. And now that we're all caught up on the Space Sim News, let's get caught up on Space News with Galactic Public Radio. Good evening. From Galactic Public Radio on NCEATH, I'm Spencer McDunn, and these are the top headlines from around the known galaxy. Aegis has begun intensive coverage of Thargoid activity. For the latest, we go to Smooth Furnace in the Pleiades Nebula. Thanks, Spencer. As a part of their ongoing efforts to study and counteract Thargoid activities, Aegis Research has announced their Eagle Eye program. Six orbital installations now hover over known Thargoid planetary sites, remotely monitoring energy level fluctuations, as well as directly observing ship movements. This information is then relayed to Aegis scientists for collation and analysis. The good news, according to Admiral Aidan Tanner, Chief Military Liaison, is that the installations have already shown results. The bad news is that the newly identified signals are pointing to locations in human space. Sources who wish to remain anonymous believe these signals are pointing to potential Thargoid targets in the core systems. Have we discovered the Thargoid invasion map, or are we jumping at electronic shadows designed to draw us away from the real targets? From the Pleiades Nebula, for Galactic Public Radio, I'm Smooth Furnace. Thanks, Smooth. Additional progress from the study of the other known alien intelligence, the Guardians, have some scientists hopeful for further technological breakthroughs. Professor Ram Ta has developed a decryption algorithm that, when combined with a Guardian artifact, will translate ancient data markers at Guardian sites. Professor Alba Tezro, head of research at Aegis, indicated her particular interest in the new data, stating, quote, I have already contacted Ram Ta with the hope that Aegis can study his new data. Understanding more about the Guardians may enhance our knowledge of the Thargoids perhaps help us to comprehend their motives, end quote. The professor has indicated that he is offering a substantial reward for a completed set of this new codex. Interested pilots can obtain the decryption algorithm from any station in the mean system other than fleece dock, and the required artifacts are found at most Guardian sites. However, unlike the previous located sites, the new data markers are frequently guarded by Guardian drones. Caution is advised. Officials from Galactic Superpowers and the Pilots' Federation have confirmed previous GPR reports of another Thargoid variant 
has been appearing in the core systems. The new ships designated a Thargoid Scout Marauder by the Pilots' Federation are reported to be more maneuverable than the larger Thargoid Interceptors. However, they are more easily damaged by standard non-AX weapons. Following unofficial acknowledgement of Thargoid incursions deep into human space, counter-Thargoid operations in the Soko region have begun. Aegis Corps, which is publicly unaffiliated with Aegis Research, has appealed to independent pilots to support the operation by delivering biomechanical conduits, propulsion elements, and weapon parts recovered from destroyed scout marauders to Dantec Enterprises. A spokesperson for Aegis Corps gave the following statement to the media, quote, The goal is simple. Take out Thorgoid vessels, gather up pieces, and deliver them to Dantec Enterprise. We don't know as much about the scouts as we do the interceptors, so we want to compare materials from both variants to find out what they're made of. End quote. For Galactic Public Radio, I'm Spencer McDunn. Good night. Big I need everybody to roll a. Let's do a dodge, dodge check. Let's do a dodge oh. check. Yeah. It's a not die roll. Yeah, everybody roll yeah. a dodge check. Oh, uh, that'll be a five. Four. <laughs> three. Jeez, two, a three. Uh, Get an 11. Can you can roll it again. Roll it, roll it, you can roll it again if you need to, Henry. Um, I, you're like the number. Do you have any karma points left? Because you've been rolling. You yeah, rolled ones like this entire game. I, I've only got. I've got eight still. I only did it twice. I didn't use them all the time. Uh, Is it a problem to roll this one? I mean, it no, just no, no, means no, no, I'm no, going to no, get no. hit with something. Yeah, of course, I only have twenty hit points. Maybe I should roll again. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't get killed again in this game. You might get killed just at any moment. I mean, the one shot is a possibility. So. You have that karma Darn point it. for a reason. You have those karma right. points for a reason. I'm rolling again. Cool. See much better. Okay. Uh, so as I'm Justin, die, though. hang on. Do you not have the karma ability escape death? Everybody has. Which? Everybody has that. Yeah. So if you, yeah, if you actually so die. You can, so the good. the ability description is: if you die, you can just waste all of your karma points to come back with one hit point, basically. Yep. Okay. So every uh, so uh, Shiv who rolled a four, basically anybody that rolled less than a seven, which would be Lennon and Shiv, uh, need to take four endurance points of damage as Ooh. electricity arcs through, kind of arcs through the door, and kind of bounces off the surrounding walls, uh, and uh, just you know, just starting to you know, bounce around a little bit uh, throughout the hallway. I'm shocked. All right. So everyone takes uh, four endurance points of damage if you rolled less than a seven. Um, as you, as you're, as a, uh, as you presumably back away from the door down the hallway. Uh, yes. Yeah. Shiv might tell you that there is an, th- another set of doors on the other side. Might want to take those doors and you can, open it with a rubber glove. <laughs> so, so you can, you'll need it. You can walk. A, it's set up the 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 main deck is set up the same way as the upper deck was. It's got it's basically a big U. So you can walk around to the front of the ship and walk back down the other corridor and All open right. up the other set of doors. I'll take the whiskey smelly guy's advice then. 
Okay. So yeah. you walk around. Check for traps. <laughs> <laughs> so you go, go in. Yeah, that's you know another 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 RPG uh, trope there. Uh, so you go in. Uh, does anybody want to like listen at the door or something now? Maybe do a perception roll. Somebody touch the door and see if they get shocked. <laughs> okay. I'll look for the grounding rod. The <laughs> I, I need to clarify really quick. We uh, we tried to open a door. It shocked us. It didn't open. We didn't get. To it, it, op- it opened. It opened. But you guys and like we didn't go in. We went around to the other one. Right, because there's still like lightning and stuff coming out of that door. Oh, there's okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. The lightning was done. Okay, yeah. cool. No, 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 no. It's, it's... Go over there. I don't mind. Okay, I rolled a six to perception check the non-shocking doors. Hopefully, you you don't hear anything. Okay, I'm I'm going to check. Some nearby status panels or uh, wiring junction um, boxes. Okay. That repair or perception. systems. What? Or yeah, do do a do do a systems roll for me, Shiv. And you can add and you can add one to it because you know you know these types of shifts. Do a systems. So roll. I'll get a plus five, which is good because that's because <laughs> you, you got a seven, which which is what I would consider a success. Okay, so you pop open a panel next to the door, and you you see that all the circuits. Uh, on uh, on the door are working right, and and not only that, you're also getting temperature readings and 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 pressure and all those the other types of things that you would expect to see when you pop this panel. This is completely operational, and all the circuits are functioning normally. Do you want to open the door? I will open the door then. Looks good. I'll, uh, I'll 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 fiddle with it so the door opens from the panel. <laughs> roll okay. This yeah. This one uh, roll repair check. Roll repair. Check. Oh no. Oh no. It's still a plus three. Or four, because I know these ships. Nah, just one, just regular, just regular. It's a breaking the door. I have to go back to the door of the door anyway. <laughs> that's why you reroll. That's why you reroll once. Uh, you jiggle, you jiggle it, but it doesn't quite come loose. Just go open the door. Just open the door. You open the button. It opens. It opens up, and from this vantage point, from you can see from across the room that hey, what's this. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, you can see that there are two gigantic pieces of equipment in the back of the room, sparking, uh, you know, basically arcs are going back and forth between them. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay. it's, 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 it's essentially two, uh, two critical pieces of the ship are thrown a party. And it happens oh, wow. to be it. It, hap- it happens that there's more conductive material on the on the other side of the uh, room than on this side, so it, it seems to be arcing more that way. So, so I, it I look at, like we're going to get the engines back up and running. Then no, I, I look at I look at Ale and said, "Man, you said you could fix this, right? Let's do yeah, it." Can I shut down that power somehow? Um, like go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, if everybody wants to do that whole combining systems roll thing to see if you can get the thing to shut down, I'll do it. But I'm going to tell you, this is not going to be easy. It's okay. you say? Do, yeah, do we all roll? So what I want you all to do is I want you to tell everybody tell Henry what your bonus is, what your bonus is on systems. Mm-hmm. He's going to add it all up, including his, divide by two. And then that's what Plus he's going to add to his roll. My my bonus is a two, so you Broke the eight. add one to it, I guess. Huh? Right. So Kinshadow gives you two. Shiv gives you four. That's six total. Have two. That's eight. And then Light gives five. you three. So three. divide by two. So roll plus five. D, give me a D10 plus five, and it's not going to be not going to be your standard seven to, to hit it, which is unfortunately what you got. So try as you might, um, undoing the work of some coked up fanatics uh, who have had several days on the ship and you've only had a few minutes is is not immediately within your grasp. Those uh, what what? But you have attempted. You know that what it is is the power distributor and the power plant. 
And what they've done is basically severed the connections between them, but there's still so much electricity stored in the distributors, capacitors, and so much power being generated by the power plant that it, it's trying to go somewhere. So uh, it's, it's, it's arcing across the open air to, uh, to try to find it, um, which is why the emergencies have, have kicked in, cut, the, cut this room off from the rest of the ship, and you got emergency lights everywhere else. So we probably this, can't get close to it now to shut it down because it's arcing power out, and the broken part is right there. Yeah. So you're, you're not not gonna. I mean, because they they've, they they done wrecked it real good. Uh, these guys uh, while they were right. so high. in that case, I'm going to I'm going to presume that this would be on the bridge. But obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, because my character would know this. But I've never been on a spaceship, so I couldn't tell you. Um, but. I, we were obviously sent out here to find out what happened to the Aurora, why it was registered to this corporation that had been uh, disbanded for 10 years, etc. Um, is there a like uh, a ship's log of that caliber that I'd be able to get from a computer terminal somewhere? Guys are still in engineering. I want uh, everybody roll perception. I also want to know if there's an automatic field repair unit on here. No, there's not. Nine. Good try, though. Four. I got an amazing hey Brian and Shiv as you guys are finishing discussing finishing the discussion of the uh, sort of power module and nails telling you of everything you smell cooked meat is it fried what what direction did we smell it in you can't tell just yet but it's in this room mm. All right. Some, somebody got smoke. somebody got baked in here I say out loud uh, like those guys on the upper deck? Hey. No. Hey. <laughs> Never kind of bait. Uh, my, my guess is it's somebody that's still here. All right. Well, we. Okay. Is, there a way to, is there a way I can look around without like getting near the sparky bits? Because of the smell and because of your connection with you know dead bodies, probably the sparky bits are where you're going to need to go. And his name is Charlie. Can we, can we shut the power off here entirely? Uh, you can't shut it off entirely, but what you can do is roll a. Want you guys? So uh, this is this is mostly I'm having you roll just to see if I can like not murder you. This is this is the this is the, <laughs> this is the this is the the real question here. It's admirable. We appreciate uh, it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, how about everybody? Do give me a uh, athletics. Let's do athletics this time. Mm. Anybody who wants to go looking for the source of the smell, give me an athletics check. That's a five. <laughs> Nine. I'll let just him do it. And a seven. <laughs> oh, my shoe's untied. Okay. Yep, my shoe's untied, so you're not going. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Lennon, uh, Lennon, we're going to have you. Uh, you oh, are no. unfortunately going to. So, what happened? You guys all sort of like figure that it's somewhere on that side of the room where, where it's 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 kind of arcing, but the shadows that the lightning's kind of throwing off are making it real difficult to sort of see underneath all the equipment. So you have to you, you edge a little closer trying to get in. Um, Lennon is going to take three points of damage. Uh, electricity is my only weakness. <laughs> so, so the Achilles heel. Injury is mine. <laughs> so you get it, you, you, but... Um, uh, Ale and uh, Roland get in close enough where they can see the outline of a dead body underneath one of the consoles. And uh, by using a little bit of cooperation, why don't you guys give me a... Uh, uh, let's try sleight of hand now. Give me a sleight of hand check. Are they trying to palm the body? Just... Yes, yeah, so they're trying to palm the they're trying. They're trying to very dexterously coordinate their movements to not get shocked and retrieve the corpse. Oh, no. 
Henry uh, waves his hand over it, and then Kinshadow pulls it out of a top hat on the other side of the door. <laughs> I unfortunately got a four on that one. Okay, all right. So this one, Kinshadow, I want you to take half of that. I want you to take half. Because you guys already succeeded on an athletics check. So, take, yeah, okay. so don't you take four points of yep. uh, damage on that. And you successfully drag uh, another body out um, of, of the uh, lightning storm that's over there. And he's dressed, as much as you can tell, in a, a sort of flight suit that's very similar to the ones you found uh, for the people on the bridge. Does he Describe have your search. Oh, this is a thorough search this time. I'm like, a, checking pockets. I'm checking okay. cavities. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cavities. Check it out. The cavities are uh, unfortunately sort of uh, cauterized shut. Let's say uh, he had, he's had a rough time in the lightning, but the but the Ew. suit, but the suit, the suit's made of fingers. Yeah, the suit <laughs> is made of sterner stuff, and so you're able to unzip the pockets and stuff. And out of one of the pockets, you are able to locate a, a an intact notebook that would survive because it was in the pocket. Yeah, okay. Yes. So yeah, I want to read notebook. All right. Yeah, I just want to read it. So, uh, but you open it up, and it's within it is basically uh, notes of of basically ship operations. It's you know, this thing needs to get patched. This thing needs to get uh, replaced. And then you also see a note, a notation of departure from Perquonus Seven. Again, so you kind of it's kind of confirming that, and you also um, uh, come to you start to think that this guy was probably the captain. Uh, because of the, the level of detail of ships' operations and, and uh, you know the concern for fuel economy and all those other kinds of things, that you, you you kind of read between the lines. Uh, uh, so, is, is, I mean, how long is it? Is it is it a significant number of pages? It, well, it's it's significant. It looks like probably he has to replace it every two or three trips because he is taking a lot of notes. You know, Perquonus Seven was the last notation of her departure. You can see, but there it goes back another you know couple of planets. All right. Can you I, see, you, you know, using my using my expert gaze, can I discern any criminal activity just from the logs themselves? No, not especially. I mean, this guy is uh, he may be hauling drugs, but he's hauling. That's that's his gig. Haul, hauling is his gig. Mm-hmm. We'll take. So. I want to take it just in case that uh, the guard frequency wants to see it to track where they had been. Okay. Like yeah, well, I think if we can give if we can get this to the guard frequency, then they can follow up the investigation from here. You know, yeah, they probably don't... have real cops. I didn't even know we yeah. were cops until I got my car, like my right. ship. Then, then I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm a cop. Uh, yeah. I thought we were uh, here to get a bunch of drugs. We're not going to oh, keep man. the drugs. We're going to give them back. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know. We're cops <laughs> now. It's cool. I mean, it's fine. It's a job. I just didn't know. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't remember making that agreement. <laughs> Uh, you didn't. You're not exactly cops. <laughs> You're something else. You're something new. Okay. So, uh, but what you but so you've you've you retrieved the notebook. Where do you want to go now? Well, if this ship isn't going to be able to fly out of here, I think we've got enough evidence for the guard frequency to follow up. There's got to be a crate still here somewhere with well, a bunch of crap. And we did we did hear it was on the lower decks, didn't we? Yeah, so you did. If you yes, well, can go over and for this uh, I, Well, hold on. Let's 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 analyze. I, I I fully endorse checking the lower decks, but uh, you know, piecing together what I can figure out here is these guys uh, were some sort of part of his crew. It sounds like, and uh, you know, didn't get their cut. And decided to take measures in their own hand because they're freaking blue blue spice fiends or whatever, right? That's what I said when we were uh, above or up above. We were we were talking about uh, whether or not they had come here or were already here as crew. 
yeah. I think it was established that they came here, right? Is that something the GM said, or is that just Lennon's idea? Oh no, I was saying that they maybe they arrived here, but given the uniforms, uniforms, that they're probably yeah, it's, all it's yeah. crew, and this was a mutiny, and they went crazy and ate all the product. So when they didn't show up where they were supposed to go, that's probably when those sidewinders were looking for them. They didn't show up with the goods. Yes. Yeah. Makes a lot more sense. Right. Yeah. All right, let's check below decks, just make sure there's nothing to uh, to add to the investigation or, or loot. So most of the rest of the main deck... <laughs> so most of the rest of the main deck is given over to cargo hauling spaces. It's where, you know, when you land, it's where the, the ramp comes up and all that kind of stuff. So most of the main right. deck is cargo rooms. You do recall from the, the great hacking work that uh, the container, the cargo um, pod that was tampered with, is on the main deck and it's in uh, Cargo Bay 2 and you kind of have an idea of what rack it's in, but not not specific. But you can you can go straight to there if you'd like. Which I'm presuming yeah, that's what you want to do. Probably do that, but we should be careful looking for traps the whole way, because we've already been electrocuted once. You have been. You have been definitely yes. electrocuted. Absolutely. So Henry's in front. <laughs> I've got my 10-foot pole with a rubber nub on it. <laughs> uh, go, if Shiv, Shiv, if you want to do your little panel trick again, go ahead and and do it okay. with do it with your do it with your plus one again. Oh right, uh, seven twenty seven, wor- seven works. As you as you pop the panel open, as you pop the panel uh, it, again, it looks all nominal. You can you can tell that no, there's no there's nothing interfering with the sensors on the other side of the door. Looks all everything looks clear. All right, it's all clear. No nope. shocks behind this door. <laughs> open the door. Open the door the regular way. All right, and much like the scene on the cargo bay above, this place is just filled with floating black computer trips. It's kind of, it's more, it's a little denser than the cargo cargo bay on the top deck. Um, you kind of, you kind of have to brush things out of your way to get through, um, but you can make your way through it and head over to the cargo rack that you are indicated that was indicated by the computer check. Most of the other cargo pods have been ransacked. Just pull yanked down off their off their uh, restraints popped open with like crowbars or whatever they had it to hand and just the contents scattered everywhere the rack that has yours is one of the few racks that's untouched and so you're gonna have to but amateurs. you don't know yeah, amateurs so you, you know what we basically know what shelf it's on but you need to go finding the you have to, you have to find the number and just a few minutes of looking you can match the, the, the cargo pod number so uh, do you want to open it we should not touch that till we check it, guys. Like for traps. It could be a mimic. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, a thing. I, not I, a thing in the. I, I, I tried. I tried, but it's not a thing in the Star City. There's not like a, it's not like a transformer, right? And like it turns into another robot dog. No, sorry. Is, is it thing. worth us actually not even opening this? Just loading up the cargo pod onto one of our ships. That's entirely. We don't want to load it up if it's not one that's actually worth taking, though. Right. I, I will I will attempt to check it for for boobies for boobies okay uh, so you want your uh, give me give me a security check security. Security, security check because this thing is is locked right yes. and you want to figure out how to unlock it you you know it's locked it is locked it's, guys it's, it's this locked. locked it's Anybody locked else want to give it a shot can I get in there with my repair skill or anything no it was a security check because it's um, as I said locked. I'll, I'll, Oh, I'll just have a glance over it. Oh, I'm going to Oh, that's a, that's a one, so I'm going to re-roll that. That's a seven. Uh, Lennon, you know it's locked, but you can see that it's just a just a bog-standard cargo pod. There is absolutely nothing special about it. I'd, I'd like locked. to help Shiv. It's heavily it trapped. Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Romulan Ale, uh, or Mr. Mr. Ale, now that he knows that it's not trapped, uh, just sacks up and goes, oh, okay, good. He walks over there, jimmies with the uh, with the control panel for a little bit, and then after a minute goes and uh, and open and, and it pops open. And inside you find um, a bunch of computer chips, but you also find a pretty sizable crate, uh, about a foot square, about a foot cubed, um, half a meter square or cubed maybe for, for those of us in the metric system. Uh, pretty sizable box uh, nestled in the middle of the pod. Yay, we found the stuff. The prize and the cereal. Was it actually uh, the stuff? It's a, it's, it's a box that doesn't belong there. Sure, it's okay. the box of stuff. Do we, what's, in, wanna, what's in the box of stuff? Oh, we got to check that box for traps, too. This one, this one is uh, substantially locked. Like this one has got a pretty, pretty hard coded lock. I'll let you guys all do your pooled security thing again, and then whoever has the highest one would, can roll. So, I think Ale has the highest bonus, so let's start with him. So everybody, so everybody, add your security. Uh, yeah, so you can add two for me. Okay. Uh, just one for me. So I have a total of nine to roll plus nine. Well, uh, so to take and put it in. So it's it's three and two. That's five. Justin, what's yours? I had two. So two and one and a one. So eight. So okay. divide that in. And then what was yours? What's yours? Mine's three. Three. So that's eleven. So divide that by two, you get a plus five. Oh, okay. Yep. So roll and roll and a plus five. Oh, 14. You're like, hmm. This one's trickier, but beepity beepity boop. And once again, it pops open. Inside there, you find. A bunch of these blue packets, uh, the same, substantially the same as the ones that you you uh, found above. In addition, there's a data pad sort of sitting kind of on top, nestled in the. I want to check the data pad out. Data pad pops open surprisingly easily. Not even a login screen. Nothing there. You just turn it on and bam, there it is. As you pop it open, you see some chemical formulas and a bunch of notation. Um, why don't you roll a either a science or a medicine check, whichever one is higher for you? Uh, they are the same, and it's one. So you, you want you can offer that up to everybody else and see if anybody knows. know what this might be. Um, I mean, on a scale of one to four, I'd say I would know about a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I've had I've had I've had exposure to some of this stuff in the past. Let me let me see if I can I can work it out. Exposure? And, sir, are you taking it? <laughs> hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on. I got a, I got a question here, DM. Uh-huh. So yeah. we all have these com thingies, right? They're smartphoney kind of deals, right? Yeah, right. They take pictures, right? Uh, sure. Should I transfer files from there onto my thing? Uh, it's no because you don't have like its address, right? You don't have okay. you don't have the data pass. Can I can I take pictures of the screen as I'm scrolling through? Sure, if you want to. Everybody will right. notice, but if you if you don't care, then that's fine. Yeah, I'm going to analyze it with my my thingamabobber, and then I I, I, I do a medicine roll and I get a natural ten. Ooh. Holy, okay, well, okay, my, so my my thingamabobber tells me you're you you being you loaded up a bunch of crap about this stuff before you left because you're like mm, this is going to be some shady business so i'm going to like look up after you finish looking up proquonus 7 on exactly. space wikipedia you loaded up on a whole bunch of illicit crap you downloaded it to your your hand comp. Okay, so it was running uh, prescriptions for right. seven. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. It was all the same to you. So you have uh, you figure out that based on the chemical formulas that the 
baseline drug is a common uh, narcotic called a combat stabilizer. It's illegal in a lot of places, but commonly traded uh, in places where narcotics are legal. And combat stabilizers basically, uh, they're like speed, essentially. They ramp up you physically, but actually calm you mentally uh, so that your perceptions don't get the tunnel vision and, you know, you're not nervous and that kind of stuff. So it, it, it's, it's highly sought after by combat professionals. Long-term side effects are, are kind of debilitating. That's why it's illegal in some places. But highly addictive. It's kind of addictive, too, because you really like... You know, you really like that physical sensation, but the calm mental state. It's very. What do I, what do I think the street value of this 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 box is? Well, that's the other problem because as you analyze what is a, what I guess purportedly would be the contents of this particular shipment, it seems like it has an unsafe amount of the compound bitoxanine, which does not sound good. You don't want tox in the middle of your drugs. Yeah. Uh, it has unsafe amount of bitoxanine in it, which is actually. The, it has the opposite effect of the calming, so it actually amps up your your perception and your uh, your your uh, uh, parasympathetic response. And you just you know you just you're, you're hyper. So not only are you physically more active, you're also hyper aware, and uh, induces in small amounts can give you like a you know a serious edge. But unfortunately, someone screwed up this shipment apparently, and there's twice the amount of what might be considered. We're going to use the word safe. Here, but it's dr- illegal drugs, so none of it's safe. But way over the line, somebody fouled up at the factory. So this batch. So this, is this, this, wacky. So this this pad is specifically for this batch. Right. All right. So I basically say, yeah, it's this new combat jump. This whole batch is fouled. Um, unfortunately, we can't sell this. So I guess we should just give it back. <laughs> we should we should, have, like, we should probably give it back to these people. I mean, we, we just, could sell it, but can't man. we just cut it with some Prozac or something? <laughs> yeah, oh. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean. Like, uh, do you think it was intentional? Do you think it was to make it more powerful, even though it's not safe to do it that way? Because it, it makes them crazier. In addition to being, uh, you know, stronger and and more fit, so maybe that's uh, an advantage that people sabotage. You do Ooh, remember, sure. you, you do recall that each of the combatants upstairs had taken multiple doses. Yeah, of and they were a little unhinged. Yeah. But yeah, they weren't fed from that. Is it possible this, this bitoxamine increases the uh, addictive side effects of the drug? Roll another medicine check. Nope. <laughs> I got a five. You're not sure. Everyone else can roll a medicine check, too. Somebody edited uh, the Wikipedia, Space Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'm, God. I'm really, I'm, uh, another one, man. Straight <laughs> Edge Barnes don't know anything about drugs. Yeah, with all the uh, new Coke that was floating around upstairs, you've just breathed it in gently and now your brain's just gone. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, do you want, did you want to roll in? Uh, no, I'm good. You're good. Okay. Um, did you want to re roll, Ale? There's no point, right? It's not going to affect me badly, is it? To have rolled a one on a thinking about whether or not it's your brain explodes. No, no, you, you don't have to. But the question, the question was: Is it possible that the this particular chemical increases yeah. addictiveness? And it's yeah. not worth a karma point for me to know that. Okay, okay, that's fine. So uh, you don't know, but I mean, yeah. it's it's possible. You did see, like I said, you, you saw them take multiple doses. It makes I mean, I take a bunch, but I only have one more right away. <laughs> you can test it. It's like Chinese right. food. So, um, okay, so uh, you've got the goods. You have a plausible explanation for why they were so unhinged. 
with the, with what was happening. Um, you know, what do you want to do now? Probably take this crap this What is the boss's name? I can't remember her name. Valis. Valis. We should probably take this stuff back to Valis and call it a day then, right? My dog's yep. upstairs uh, with half its robot dead body. I'm taking that thing home. Don't forget the so, Roomba. It's better, yeah. <laughs> So you Actually, the- I, I said I was taking it. I guess I'm still carrying half of a dog. <laughs> carrying it around. You got the dog remote, right? Yeah, I got the dog and the remote. You got the dog and the um, remote. And the other. Hey, guys, one of these drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody having a party down here? <laughs> okay, buddy, what's on your mind? We're all friendly. So let's just be friendly. Some say his high-ranking court mage keeps ruining the whiteboard, and that he needs to know when not to utilize his magic marquees. But all we know is he's called the Shiv, and he helped put together this week's feedback. Here's a recap of last week's community questions. Any huge problems with the Elite Patch? Spotted any Thargoid scouts or new Guardian bases? Elena Rebel writes in and says, So the whole shooting before you scan thing is stupid. If you hunt in a sector long enough, you get greened by the local police forces, but you can be farming a res and lose out on a bounty on a high-value python, conda, or DFL because everyone and his dog is blowing the hell out of it, but you can't attack before it's dead, otherwise your own ship will betray you and shop you as a criminal, which everyone in the system will instantly know you're a criminal because you didn't wait for your FTL-capable ship with quantum FTL communications array while it connects to a 9600-bowed fax machine to check this ship every fed within a half a light year is gleefully kicking the shit out of you, might just be wanted in case thousands of rounds of ammo and gratuitous amounts of laser fire wasn't a blatant enough indicator and yet I keep playing, LOL. Looking forward to finding out where Origins is going. Winky face. I gotta stop you there, Tony. You read that whole thing, he's got one sentence, and at the end of it there are six periods. Like, the whole feedback <laughs> was, was one sentence, and at the end, six periods. If you put some of those periods in the middle of the, the big <laughs> sentence, You'll have smaller sentences that Tony can read without having no, to catch no, his no, breath. No, 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 no. It, it would totally take away from the quality of that rant. And, the way uh, you would, read was great. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the, the quality of this rant was 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 ideal. And I think I think Frontier has heard you, Rebel. I think I think they've heard you. And I think that this fix is going to address like ninety percent or ninety five percent of the problems. But as we will see from the next piece of feedback there may still be edge cases that could still get you into trouble. And so, uh, Jeff, let's take it away. Judinator writes in and says about the new CNP system. Abort! Abort! Go back. I really can't say I like this new update. The crime and punishment system is a joke. It just feels like the FDEV have some budget cuts in the QA department. I would rather have had them spend their time working on fixing the bug where you can't land because an orca is sitting on your pad, or the one where the system security rams you at the station, both of which I'm still having after this update. A lot of people tell me to shut up, don't commit crimes, and then it's all my fault, but hear me out. Let's say you're in a combat zone, and in the fight, you and your opponent drift a ways outside the combat zone. You finally finish off the person you're attacking, and now have a bounty for murder because you killed someone too far from the combat zone. Yeah, yeah, unless one of you was, uh, unless you're both already wanted, that first shot that you land when you're outside the kill zone might, the, the CZ might might turn you wanted. Might get a bounty on them just from that. So it, it wouldn't be a murder bounty, but it certainly would be an assault bounty. Maybe just 
manually turn off uh, the report crimes before you go into a CZ, that might fix it. But again, it's a manual intervention. It's not something the system does for you. He goes on to say, let's say you're in a res fighting pirates and you spot an anaconda with a good-looking bounty. You sneak to its underside and start blasting away, trying to keep out of its line of fire. It deploys a fighter and you tag it. You now have a bounty for assault because you didn't scan the fighter first. That may be true because I don't know if a fighter inherits the parent's wanted tag. If it doesn't, it should. It's coming yeah, right it out of it. Should. It's like if, if so, somebody was using that to escape, you'd know that's the bad guy you're looking for that's trying to run away. You wouldn't yeah. say, hey, we should scan that fighter because all the bad guys on that ship, you know what I mean? You know it's a bad guy. It doesn't yeah, make sense. I, I would hope that's something that, that may already be programmed in. If not, hopefully that's something that they can program in. So that's another interesting edge case that's possible. Okay. So you have some stupid bounty because you killed someone in self-defense while mining. No problem, right? Just head to the nearest station and pay it off. Or wait for the bounty to expire. Mistakes happen. I want to be a good commander and pay for my crimes. Well, he would like to do this, but as we were, uh, talked about a couple weeks ago, I'm not sure if they fixed the whole locating interstellar factors yet, and I think that's his primary complaint, is that it's still hard to figure out where you need to go to clean your ship. Or it was a couple weeks ago. Hopefully they'll have that part fixed, but they need to make it obvious that when you scan for interstellar factors on your map, when you when you isolate that, those stars light up and there actually is an interstellar factors base there somewhere. And then it says interstellar factors, not, not bounty network or whatever it says in the map where it used to. Make those labels consistent so people can actually locate where they need to go to do it. You know what else they could do? It seems silly that once you're wanted... You have to get to some place to pay your bounties right now, and on your way there, you could be intercepted and killed for you know whatever you did wrong, but you're trying to go pay your bounty. There needs to be a way to get it paid uh, faster, even if it's if the cops intercept you that you can stop and power down, and then you just respawn at the detention facility maybe with less of a... Uh, uh, problem because it makes no sense. It's really immersion, break, immersion breaking to say I've got to get out of here to, to clear these bounties. There's no way I can do it legally. You know what I mean? Because when you're in trouble, you 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 fix your problems legally. You, you know? know, I've all also thought that for piracy, not just for this, but also for piracy, there should be a white flag. Yeah, there ought to there ought to be a white flag function that that like powers off your weapons modules and your thrusters for 60 seconds, 90 seconds, whatever, something like that, that just is, I surrender. And and make it an obvious I surrender thing, where, where if, that, if that message is received by your ship, you know as a player that there's, their thrusters are down for 60 seconds, their weapons are down for 60 seconds, their shields are down for 60 seconds, their FTL's down for 60 seconds, whatever it is, this list of systems cannot be reactivated if you received that message on your ship. So if, 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 you, if you send that message to the cops, they know they can board you or transfer you to the detention system or whatever, or you intend to pay the fine and we'll pay it to them right there, something like that. I, I think a white flag function would be a cool feature to have for law enforcement purposes and for piracy. Well, we already have a way to disable systems in our ship and they take time to boot back up. Maybe the thing to do is when the cops tell you to power down your engines and prepare to be scanned, you literally have to power down the engine. Like, you, you open up your status sure. monitor, shut off the engine, maybe shut off your weapons, and that makes it so that you've surrendered. Like, that would clear a flag. That would be really cool. Yeah, give I you mean, a chance could, to use that, sure. that system panel, too. Yeah, and I, but, I, but I like the idea of it being all tied to one thing, because that, and then, because, like, if you have, 
lasers, that takes one cool off and, and reheat period. If you, your thrusters take a different one. And so some thrusters may come up really fast and some will come up really slow. If it was a, if you knew that you had a certain amount of time where that ship was in fact defenseless or immo- immobilized, whatever. I think they should make that boot sequence take longer then rather than implementing some new time. That would work too. Yeah. That, that could work too. Judinator finishes by writing, I am more than a little salty about this. After spending a solid two hours trying to figure out why I couldn't use station facilities even to pay my fines, I just gave up. Personally, I'm taking a break from the game until CNP system is simple enough that I do not need a flowchart to figure out how to pay my fines. Might be playing the wrong game, actually, if you want it to be simpler. <laughs> um, or, or don't like flowcharts. I don't yeah, know. Don't take yeah. that as being flip with you either, because I, I feel your pain. I see where you're going. Yeah. But no, we we um, uh, we've covered the problems with the crime and punishment system enough to know that you're not fooling around. And and those are, I think, still probably they could be valid edge cases still, even with the new fix. So yeah. uh, good analysis, and I'm glad you're bringing that up. And hopefully, uh, we can get some testing done, and maybe maybe they still are problems. Yeah, and don't quit. We need guys like you playing to help us find these uh, edge cases, because that's a really good analysis. Phoenix to Fire writes in and says, Hi folks, calling from LaVe Radio here again. I just thought you should know I've created a new website at https colon forward slash forward slash www.edwtrb.com. It stands for Elite Dangerous Wing Trade Roleplay and Bounties. It allows a player to look for a wing, do some eBay-like player-to-player trading, Look for roleplay groups like EDRPG and Elite Encounters and set or be a target of player bounties. If you guys could look it over and if you think it's good enough, mention it in your show. Cheers. Well, it looks like we mentioned it in our show. Well, whether it's good enough or not, we'll just mention it in the show anyway because we like to see people making these uh, uh, efforts in the third-party websites and stuff, and that's fun. Anything you can do to add depth and immersion. Uh, he's got some uh, EDRPG um, folks out there. Looks like a couple uh, of look, games. Looks like a couple of games are out going out there. There's a couple of trading for Palladium and Bauxite. Uh, some people looking for wings for Thargoid hunting or for bounty hunting for CZ. So, yeah, EDWTRB.com. Um, he's got a version up and running. And give it a shot, guys. See if it's, see if it's uh, useful to you. Let us know. Sean Newboy writes in, Wonderful show, everyone. Glad to hear more good, clean fun with the crew of the Aurora. Keep waxing wounds and window clean... <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Keep waxing wounds and window cleaning pirates. Very much looking forward to Starfighter Inc. I thought you were supposed to clean wounds and wax pirates. I was pretty sure that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to wax him. Ask Shiv. He yeah, was waxing the wounds. Yeah. yeah, he was waxing the wounds. I shouldn't have given. I should not have given him a health point for that. Yes, you should. That was fantastic. That was my favorite part. <laughs> when Shiv is like, he he used a bandage and was like, you can use the wrapper and do it again. And Tony gave him a point for that, too. <laughs> That's great. At least he I didn't do, I, uh, fill his wound with his bio-waste prop. That would have been well, worse. Well, that one, I would have killed him. I would have, I would have, I would have said... <laughs> The old line, you can do anything you want to. It just has consequences. Roll a yeah. 10, you're still going to get sepsis and die. <laughs> 10 means you just suffer for a little bit longer. Your your, your excellent immune system keeps you alive to, to teach you that was a bad idea. 
And Akrova writes it. It says, mining for nuggets came at a perfect time. I was just thinking about getting into mining after a decent chunk of time spent exploring and a couple of spectacularly failed attempts at bounty hunting sunk over $3 million into insurance rebuys for my ASP. Thanks again for all the effort you put into the show. Oh, I, you know, we had, a, we had a Nuggets bounty hunting, too. The secret is get a wingman. I mean, that really is the biggest secret. It, that works out so much nicer. Akrova sounds just like me. Like, exactly the situation I permanently yeah. live in in Elite, where I just don't have any money because <laughs> I just crashed something. Anyway. <laughs> get, get, uh, get, yeah, it's like Top Gun. You never, ever leave your wingman. When you're bounty hunting, it's, it's, it's so much more fun, and you're so much safer. And uh, you make a lot more money uh, when you have you, you can mop up twice as quickly, uh, and everybody gets the full credit. So uh, grab grab a ba- uh, grab a battle buddy and uh, and head back out. H. Allen writes in and says, started listening to the podcast and had to switch over to the Twitch stream replay for the visuals. It kept bogging down on me with very laggy playback, but I got the gist of what was going out and returned back to the audio only show. I was looking at the Kickstarter link in the show notes. With the 3,141 backers pledged $171,104 to help bring this project to life, it's a good start. Thanks for bringing this project to Guard Frequency and the Priority One communities. That's what we do. Yeah. Well, and thanks to the Impeller Studios guys for stopping by and spending time with us to play. And uh, again, the you know, more space sims, the better. Bring them on. That's right. Divorced Pop writes, Wax on, wax off. Love the play-by-play RPG segment. Thanks, we do too. Rex Gray says, Great show, guys. I was glad to hear you didn't hurt the dog, only its mechanical parts. Can't wait to see what you do with it, Tony. Oh, it's not me. It's not me. I'm not responsible. I'm not responsible for what happens to this dog. The mental image of the dog cyborg being put back together using spare parts from a Roomba has been pretty entertaining, though. (laughs) Oh, oh, just wait. (laughs) <laughs> oh, actually, they probably just heard it, actually, by the time they're hearing this. Yeah, yeah, so good times. Um, thanks to Shiv for the tips on mining. I didn't know what the current approach was, and he has me thinking it might be pretty enjoyable for those times you just want to hang in space. On a side note, you mentioned the system you all called home, but if you consider trying to set up a minor faction there or nearby, guard frequency response could actually become ED cannon. So uh, just inside baseball for all you card frequency listeners out there, I did put it in application a while ago, but this was several months ago, and I think that they've stopped doing it or they've got a huge backlog or the, the person that did it left or so, I don't know what exactly happened to it. But I put in for HIP 20277 and a system nearby, I think it was... Calinero, I think maybe Calinero, and then I also did and Seath, also because that's where GPR comes from. Um, so hopefully, if they're still doing that, one of those systems will be ours because you have to put in a first, second, third choice. So that's if they ever, if they, if they're still doing it, hopefully they'll get to our application at some point. If they're not still doing it, well, screw you, F Dev. That's where we are. So we're just there, <laughs> and we have a podcast to prove it. So there. Uh, but but if it, if it comes around, great. If not, then that's okay with us. We all live in our own little imaginations, so it's okay. Okay, Ken from Chicago, always my favorite listener and responder. Nice interview and live replay of Starfighter Inc. last week. However, I must admit, I missed the soothing reporting from Galactic Public Radio. Good news for Jeff, who mourns the loss of its beloved serial port in computers. While a certain Cupertino-based computer company might have its own proprietary ports, for most PCs and phones, you get USB ports. 
Universal Universal Serial Bus Ports. Yes, Serial Lives. I, I know I've tried some of them with certain joysticks that I have and, and stuff or inputs that I have for serial devices. I got a couple of MFDs and that. But the timing is odd. The, there's just something in the USB timing bus that some device some devices just don't work with the USB to serial device um, adapters. Yeah. I've had similar experiences. I've tried a couple of different, you know, converters and stuff. Being a uh, IT guy, I use them all the time for uh, connecting into my switches and doing putty so I can console into my switches. And they work great for that because, you know, they just do. But but for certain peripherals, the timing's just off. Ah, the good old days. Yeah. Our new Patreon this week is non. I mean, as in non, no one. And our random winner is non unless that is actually a name i don't think so i think it actually is non i think i think yeah or maybe shiv was hungry and wanted some indian bread that uh, could be but i think that's n-a-a-n anyway either way and this week's community question what do you guys want us to cover in nuggets for nuggets anything you're dying to do but haven't figured out yet something we've covered that you want to know more about and otherwise how was the show have we tagged you without a scan or have you turned off your crime reporting either way let us know Drop an email, a tweet, or a comment on our show post, which you can find on our website and over on our Facebook page. And that brings us to the end of episode 205 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 206 on March 27, 2018, so be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at GuardFrequency.com. We'd like to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Labe Lowmaster. And our artist, Ben Sanders. And, of course, our audio engineer, Mikey and Lennon. Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass. And special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit RonaldJenkins.com for more of his work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. Reduce thrust. Really, the more support we get, the better show we can make and maybe make it on time. Just head over to our website and click on not, the big... Not likely. Descent Underground has updated their Kickstarter with a tech tree of ships from nude... From nude. Maybe maybe someone will donate their emerald green Irish uh, phoenix to you, which is your favorite thing. Because Ireland and Scotland are exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, you, you, you uninformed, uncouth... And we can argue over who invented the bagpipes. Who's to blame for that? The Irish. <laughs> Remotely monitoring energy level fluctuations as well as directly observing ship movements. And that sounded bad. So I screwed up another I screwed up another thing. So there. However, they are far more easy. No, 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 go go back to go back to the new ships. What? I killed that yeah. line. No, but I but it's I put in the new ship and then I said R. My subjects and verbs did not agree. It's bad grammar. That was me slapping my own. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that, that's that's right. That's a hand slap and a, and a raised middle finger. That's about right. That's what I deserve. I am more than a little salty about this. I'm After sorry, s- it was Judinator. I'm, I'm sorry. Rebel was ah. other dude. Sorry. Right, so, uh, beep, beep. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> We're letting Tony run the show today. So yeah, watch out, everybody. <laughs> I, I took a week off and all the skills are gone.
All of them. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. You have to it's say Levey. It's Levey. Oh, it's like Shiv will make fun of you. Shiv, Shiv mercilessly torments me every time I say anything other than Lave. Mercilessly. Cupertino-based computer company. Cupertino. Huh? Cupertino. Isn't that what I said? You said Cupertino. Oh, sorry. Like cappuccino. Yeah. I think that's our title. I want a capit. I want a. Ca- I want a cappuccino from Lave. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's our title for the week. I want I want a cappuccino from Lave, please. So my wife is in the other room sleeping right now, and every once in a while she snores, and I see the level on my mic just kind of bump a little, and it's like, <laughs> man, she gets so nervous. So she's like, text me if I snore, and it's on your show. So I text her these things, and I'm like, shut up. Just shut up. And she's just sexing back, smiley face. Because she knows she's in there. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I snored in your ear there, Mikey. I'm sure that doesn't sound great. Yeah, well, I'm sure that's going to make it the blooper reel and probably be exhibit one in your divorce filing. Oh, it's fine. So, uh, yeah, more good radio. Um, I can make fun of my wife some more. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good idea. That's that's a fine no. idea. No, let's not do that. You should definitely do <laughs> that for sure. Do that. And that brings us to the end of episode two hundred five of Guard well, Frequency. One more time, you, you peaked <clears throat> a little bit. One more time, you're, you're having too much fun. Stop having fun. And that brings us to the end of episode <laughs> no, two hundred five. Not, not of Guard Frequency. Radio not, levels of no fun. No, Tony didn't deserve that. <laughs> Tony's a dick uh, voice there. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> he said Tony's no more fun. So, oh uh, yeah, that well, that is most of the fun of the show. Tony's being a dick. Yeah, that is most of the fun <laughs> of the show. Oh my God! Red alert! Base under attack.